Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. <laughs> Look at this clock. Look, Look at this clock taunting us. Fifty-seven on. My only day off until August 14th. Holy hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, weekday off. You yeah, know, yeah. Obviously, weekends. Right, right, because you're uh, in a union. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. So it's not like you're, you're working the union the steps in. You've written one more joke today than you're authorized to. <laughs> Go on strike. <laughs> Please step away. Step away. It's, uh, so you, and you flew in yesterday, right? La- yeah, last night from New York. I had a little weekend there. How did your uh, how did your your charging situation go? I was following it on Twitter. Oh my God! Yes, I I uh, I found it. I was at JFK. Okay. Well, can I tell you the whole weekend flight please, situation? Please. Oh, was there... So I'm, uh, I'm 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 constantly I'm you know realizing all right I'm going to be a bi coastal comedian you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that you know I'm trying to fine tune my commute so it's as painless as possible. Double your dick jokes, bi coastal. <laughs> See what I did there? I'll be over here. I do. Okay. Um, and uh, very polite laughter. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you as much as you needed. You're and more than I deserved. You know that wasn't more than brilliant. I deserved. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm, okay. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. We're, you know. we're partners on a podcaster. <laughs> Sometimes we have to give each other some leeway. Thank it's eight fifty eight. You don't have to be funny for two more minutes because we officially weren't going to meet. Oh, that's till nine. right. Till nine. Yeah. There you go. So okay. So uh, so I take the red eye out, and I've decided that okay, JetBlue has this thing where you can pay eighty dollars and get a, a seat with more leg room. Nice. But I realized that I don't use that leg room really. Um, if I don't have anything under my seat, if oh, I only okay. bring on a, my backpack, yeah, and I. And the back, yeah, you put it overhead. Then I have the seat free. I'm okay because it's not like I'm kicking my legs out longer. I'm, I'm but always you're pretty tall. So you're, but if you, you feel if cool, I don't have anything under the seat, you're it doesn't. Yeah, okay. And especially at night because I'm not. It's not like I'm. I'm gonna pull out the laptop and watch TV at night, right? right. So on a night flight, I don't need that extra leg. So I've decided. All right, that shaves eighty dollars off the flight. Save a shekel, right? mm-hmm. but I have to get an aisle seat. Okay. So you can come and go as you please. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I stick one of my legs in the aisles. <laughs> I had a disappointment to the, as Kyle nods, as a giant man. As a, how no, tall you, are you? Six, six five? Six. Yeah. Six. You have to stick a leg out in the aisle. Yeah. You're uh, tall that's, people. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so then I get, so anyway, uh, the flight, my flight out was delayed six hours. Wow. So and we didn't, we didn't leave till like 2.30 in the morning. 2.30 and JetBlue had not. Like no, they didn't. Know, they didn't let me know till I got to Burbank. Like the, uh, they had conflicting information, and you don't want to accidentally because you, you, you don't miss, you miss your flight. You're fucked, right? Yeah. So, uh, so that sucked a lot. Um, uh, and then the flight back, uh, I, I, I had the same aisle seat, seven D. That's my <laughs> that's my jam. That's your go to. Well, <laughs> yeah, I like well my left leg out. <laughs> and uh, these two women who are friends. Uh, one of them says, um, can we switch with you? Did you want the window? Like, you know how you, some, you, you've tried to oversell to your sell. shitty seat? Do you want the window? <laughs> I said, no, I get claustrophobic in the window. She goes, yeah. well, my friend and I, we go to the bathroom a lot. I yeah. go, oh, that's okay. I don't mind standing. I, I, like, I stand and hover and rock in the middle of the aisle. Yeah. Plan uh, slightly constantly. better, yeah. people who want to sit next to yeah. each other. And, uh, but it, 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 they, did, they did pee together three times. 
Like, I don't know what UTI you two are having or right, sharing, but right. why, why do both of you have to go to the bathroom at the same time? Right. And they're single seaters, ladies. Yeah. It's not like, what are you, one of them standing outside the door talking like my brother used to do to my stepmother? Wait, what on you, a plane? Well, they're, I mean, on, they're single seaters, oh, right? I mean, are, is she the standing? The bathroom? You're right, the, the bathroom. Like, yeah, it's you, not like she's standing outside the bathroom going, so did you see that one episode of Doug? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah they're Yeah. So why did they need to go together? That's I think, so weird. I think they were so appalled that I didn't switch seats because they were cute. Wasn't there another one? And I think no, it was is full flights. Was but was it only three seats or was there no one yeah, else to three, harass? Three, yeah, I'm in D. They're in B and A. Oh, D, D E and F, right? So I think they're both oh, very I cute, and I I'm thinking they thought they'd get some businessman that would be like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, and definitely switch with them. Instead, you got an old lady who knows exactly <laughs> what fucking seat she wants. I want seven D. Yeah, I picked you need it. that leg. That's why you picked it. Yes. And uh, they haven't met any old businessmen because uh, <laughs> those guys travel too much. And they're like, no, I need this aisle seat because my, yeah. my leg needs to come out in the aisle. That's what that dude is. Anyway. So, so, that was That's how New York began or finished? Yeah, that's how it began and finished. And, um, yeah, it was fun. I did, you know, it had sets at the, the Broadway and the stand. And, nice. Uh, it was it was good. And, and it. And, you know, it's just feeling routine now in a, in a good way. Like, this is where I go to feel like myself again. Yeah. You know, I have, like, one picture of my kid and it's turned down unless he comes <laughs> to visit with me. <laughs> then I'll put it up so he knows I think about him. But otherwise, I don't want to be reminded. Right, right. You know? You're I'm growing alone. up. You're alone. And then on the ride home, on the flight home, I watched Room okay. on uh, Amazon Prime. That's the uh, thing that, that where they, they keep somebody in a room. Yes. Right? Yeah. And it felt like a hard-hitting documentary about my life because I'm trapped <laughs> in a room with my son. And I have an evil captor down the hall who sloughs, sloughs down right. to my room in her slippers asking if I turned the coffee on yet. Did you? Yeah. I, yeah you I'm always sport? up early. You're yeah. always up early turning yeah. the coffee on. Good yeah. for you. Good for you. It was cool. How was your weekend? Well, it was fraught with peril. No, it mm-hmm. wasn't. It was fine. Um, what did I do? I did uh, uh, the Van Sanders show. He has a new show over at the Barclay in South Pasadena. Oh, yeah. I think I've done that. It was uh, it was great. It was with Chip Pope and Ron Babcock and April Richardson. Mm-hmm. And everybody had great sets. Fun. And um, it the Barclay looks like it ought to be. Let me talk about the restaurant. Uh, it looks like it ought to be a steak joint. It isn't. It's disappointingly because it has that good dank that like the mob should hang out there. Good dank. It's got the good. That dank. is my favorite word combo. Wow. Oh my maybe god. That's what, the, the, this episode could be called the good dank, dude. You're 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 asking Twitter for a name uh, for your CD. Good dank. The good dank. Don't fuck this podcast. <laughs> Take good dank for your CD. I don't know. It's a, it just it's a little obscure because you get it. I don't get it. I don't even know what it means. I just like well, you, like this comedy seller or yes. like. Uh, yeah, you okay. Go to a comedy right, club. So, okay. It's low thought, ceilings. There, somebody smoked there for seventy yes. years. The good dank. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, it yeah. looks like somebody's going to pay you with a gun on the table. That gets <laughs> inappropriate. But that's intriguing. Yeah. If you're if yeah. you're buying a CD, a comedy CD, I think you kind of have an idea what dank means. Sure, and dank so, means dank. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I suppose. I mean, and I don't want stupid people buying my CD. Yes, I do. You want? I want yeah. anyone and their grandmother. You can't. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So anyway, so, you're at the Barclay. I'm at the Barclay. And you're you're and offended that they don't serve steak. This <laughs> they, is what's got you steak. angry in this they, world. They don't have, a, they don't of have ISIS a... attacks and <laughs> yes, and, and Florida's fathers shooting their sons. Right. Well, and I've taken to doing this thing on on uh, on on Facebook where if I put a political post, you mm-hmm. support me, you don't support me, I delete the comments. I I'm, do. I delete comments too. It's my page. Yeah, it's my page. Yeah, I'm not uh, putting and, up with your And shit. I just I just had an interaction with a friend of mine 
who um, is like, I, but I put a, 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 a link with a good percentage about how it was wrong. And I said, uh-huh. In other news, uh, it's still my page. So <laughs> someone putting a, a link to a percentage where it's right, then you guys are going to get into yeah, it. You're not obligated not... to be polite to anyone on your page yeah, that you um, don't know. You know, or you can I handle said, yourself go... how you want to, but Let... it's your fucking yeah, page. it's my page. Uh, let's just have breakfast uh, at the end of the month when you come to town, and then you could tell me all about how you like that weird libertarian guy. Uh, anyway, yeah. so it's um, not bad, but Gary know. Johnson. He'll take, yeah. he'll take votes away from Trump more than Hill, I think. I don't know. Yeah, well, I suppose. But uh, the yeah, no, yeah, I was uh, so I got a club sandwich. Is is the it's a great ending? Oh my to god! I'm gonna, does anybody want to start the story? Anyway, <laughs> we just so. lost our 14 listeners. <laughs> to your and then club I did sandwich story. I, okay, how about Phil Hendry? Do you remember that guy? Yes, okay. I like that guy. I, I opened it. He has a show at the Improv every once in a while. That's what I did. Uh, uh, Phil Hendry and friends. Yeah, it's fun. And I said to him, "We are now friends." You didn't know it, <laughs> but Phil Hendry, very funny guy. Yeah, and uh, super nice. And uh, and then I did. Meltdown with Sean Patton and Jamie Lee and Mike O'Brien and Courtney Carwall. Am I pronouncing that right? I don't know. Okay. And uh, Ahmed. Does, wait, Kyle Baruch. nodded in Ascension. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And Ahmed uh, Baruch, 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 Baruch. There we go. Mm-hmm. Good. And that was a hell of a show. That was a that was a weird show where sounds like an unpronounceable show to you. It was a little unpronounceable, but they it was themed, but it wasn't that. You got to do your act. Yeah. But what it was is there were suggestions from the audience. It was called Luck of the Draw. Yeah. And the audience would say, do your act in the dark. Do your act with uh, with the voices or something. And Sean Patton got, um, I think he got funny voices. And he said, what you're doing is you're ruining my act. <laughs> what I got was that I had to play a board game with someone in the audience. While and you're so, doing your while act. While I was doing, so I, I'm like trying to pull a Jenga piece. I, I, while uh, telling I don't my... approve of the audience having this much control over us. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I haven't finished watching Comedians with Cars with Margaret Cho. Where oh, yeah? she dialogued with the audience. You know, like oh. it's... It, yeah. Here's our relationship. I talk... You shut the fuck up and laugh. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. that's our relationship. You don't yeah. suggest things to me. <laughs> you don't talk to me. Afterwards, tell me you like most of my No, set. I'm hiding from you. Don't even talk <laughs> to true. me then. That's true. Yeah, that's right. You don't even sell merch. No. So you, it's, not, it's not the hostage I have an idea situation. for a shirt, but I have no place to sell it. Right. Because I'm, not, I'm barely doing any regular road <laughs> right, you're gigs. You're not doing, yeah, you need more road gigs. Yeah. But, um. Oh. Yeah. I forgot. I had it. What? <laughs> Oh, I saw um, this weekend. I saw Ben Bailey. Do you know Ben Bailey? Yeah, he's he used to host Didn't Cash he, Cab, the cab thing. Yeah, yeah. super funny. Oh, good. And I have like this. Uh, I've never seen him do stand up. Oh, so funny. Oh, good. So great. Just a, a joke, joke, joke. Just punch yeah. on punch on punch on punch on. He's just a murderer. Mm-hmm. And um, he, I w- gave birth to my son the same day his wife had her baby at the same hospital. So oh, I remember weird. my son's father coming and going, Ben Bailey's here. <laughs> his <laughs> wife was in labor too. So our kids are exactly the same age. Wow. So I always have and like, you guys this, didn't feel switch, like I have this. You didn't switch babies, did you? <laughs> Are you raising Ben Bailey's baby? Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm raising Ben's son. You're raising Ben's son. Um, So, but it was just cool. Again, like, I love how popular comedy is. I love the new comics. I love the new energy. I love that you guys don't give a shit about our old rules that we were raised by. You don't give a fuck. But sometimes it's so nice to just talk with someone you've known for 15 or 20 years. Right. And 15 or 20 years, they'll love. Yeah. Yes. That's what they'll love. it feels so good. Right. Every time I go to every club now, it's like I'm like meeting new people, and, you know, and yeah. and um, it gets it's it gets tiresome in a way to to well, just always be. I just 
when I see Judah, I'm like, I almost like jump into people's <laughs> arms now that I've known for more than 10 years. Yeah, and, yeah. and go, you're still alive. We're still right. here. If I see Chad Daniels or Pete Lee or yeah. uh, just any of those, those. Pete Lee, I saw. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, oh. Pete Lee, I would consider new. Oh, well, he's well, he's, he's no, from then, Minneapolis. But he's a Minneapolis comic. So, so and, he's But he's you. easily the generation under me. If yes. Too. Well, Pete yeah. Lee's actually becoming, because I keep seeing him, he's becoming old guard now. Yeah. But yeah. Ben Bailey's definitely old guard. And I've known Pete for, what, almost 15 years. Yeah, so, that if, counts. If not more. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, but whenever I see those guys, I'm like, I am on board, fellas. I know. And, I saw, uh, when I see I Pardo, you know, I love seeing Pardo. Wendy Liebman, saw her yes. over the weekend. Worked but at, you know what? I just met Wendy Liebman, like, in the last five years. Right. She's like us in the fact that we never worked right. together. Right. And because they would never have women feature for another woman back a thousand years ago. And it was... So I just have only recently gotten. I knew Kathy Ladman more just because she's a Minneapolis comedy comic. Kathy but, Ladman's from Minneapolis. Yeah, comedy wise. Yeah, she's I New York. She was from the yeah. yeah. She's a New York comic, but she's oh. also a Minneapolis comic. She lived in Minneapolis for a long time, oh. and um, so or that's when I met her, and um, so I know her fairly well. Um, yeah. But when I see all these like female headliners and their female features, I'm like, you're so lucky. It's so great. It must be so fun. You yeah. know. Yeah. Dang, I wish it was like that when we were featuring. Well, we'll, be, we'll feature again. <laughs> You're so right. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the way down to featuring. Oh, man. Well, it's a, as long as you still get to do comedy. Oh, you're right. It's a tight 30. I'm in. I'm in. What do you I'm need? Gonna, I'm going to work on my raffle skills because clearly I'll be emceeing in about <laughs> five and a half years and giving people their bottle of watered-down champagne. Right. Oh, what did I? Oh, I saw this thing on. So, and then I did just sort of just walking around. I was just talking to comics, right? Yeah. I had a lunch. There were some comics. And uh, someone did that fucking joke about women using the, they, they're like, you know, at women, lunch. It was at lunch. And they were Wait, just. Wait, a comic was doing a hack joke at lunch? Mm. This person must be poisoned. Possibly. Unless, were they doing ironically to make fun of the joke? Nope. Oh. They were just like. Um, Come on, man. It was brutal. It was slightly brutal. You got to write the name down so I can see. There'll be a day. <laughs> and uh, so if I can remember it. The, I mean, the good news about me is that uh, I'll meet everything. him again. You're like and, a goldfish. And it'll be, right. Oh, look, a castle. Uh, <laughs> Alan DeGeneres joke from the 90s. And uh, so, but the, the um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And when I meet him again, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt again. <laughs> so yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. But it was, you know, I mean, I could talk. I grew up with four brothers with one bathroom. So, I mean, it's not like, like I, if I wanted to do bathroom jokes yeah. about people spending a lot of time in the bathroom, I, there's a, there's a gold mine. I don't know if you know this, but young men tend to uh, masturbate a fair amount. I don't want to hear I, that. I, I, I'm growing a young man in my house right ha, now. Have you heard that premise before? Or my, is that new ground? New ground. Am <laughs> well, you I know it? Something? When my son starts jerking off 24-7, it's going to be new ground. It's, <laughs> one of my favorite stories was my, my, uh, my oldest, one of my older brothers, um, his wife said, hey, I found a condom in the, in, in the garbage can in my, one of my nephew's rooms. I got to talk to him. What, is he having sex? Is he having sex? And my brother was like, let me talk. Can I at least be the one to talk to him? So he goes to pick him up at karate and he goes, hey, weird thing happened. They're in the car. Uncomfortable silence. Weird yeah. thing happened. Your mom found a, a condom in your in your garbage can. And, uh, and you know, my nephew was like, well, 
why is she in my room? He's like, well, if you'd clean your room, she wouldn't go in your room. So uh, I just want to say that if you're in there jerking off, that's fine. That's tidy, even. But if you're experimenting with your friends, we should probably talk. Like a circle jerk. That's what my. That's where my brother's oh mind my God. went. And who? Oh wow! I just named him. Uh, <laughs> you might want to believe that. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> so uh, the young man at the time, he said, he was like raised by the biggest hippie liberals in the world. Just made yeah. a. F- my brother goes. He made a face like a balloon animal. And he's like, experimenting with my friends? No, I was jerking off. Leave me alone. Oh, my anyway, God. so, I don't know. So. That's coming. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But that's where you know, I'm at. You know, that must have been why why in the room she escaped. She taught her son to escape at age five. Like, she knew... She knew <laughs> She knew jerk-offs were coming. She's like, I can't be in a room with a 15-year-old boy. We're all in one oh room. My God. Yeah, yeah, let's no. get out of here yeah, before, before puberty hits. So I also had breakfast with uh, this writer, who I will tell you later. Mm-hmm. And um, she's writing on this. I guess there's some movie coming out uh, with about stand-up comedy in 1973. Oh, cool. Kind yeah. of. Kind of. And, I'm always um, optimistic about stand-up movies and always you? disappointed. Yeah. Like, I, if someone could really do it, that would be that would be great. My friend Jim Wooster has a theory why stand-up comedy movies don't work. Is yeah. that no one's willing to give up their A material. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> You're like, no, you can't have that joke. Yeah. And so oh then they're God, stuck with B material. So and then, true. And then there's this disconnect. You know, you're already watching something on television, yeah. so stand-up isn't as live. And then you're watching it through a character watching it. I wonder then, could you do uh, all the story is all actors and that's all written, but then the stand up you see is like from uh, a George Carlin DVD. Special? Yeah, or, special. Okay. You just get permission. Oh, you and, just take stuff and actual, actual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take, you know, is there any footage of uh, Richard Pryor at the store just fucking around? Get permission, use that footage, and then create the narrative around that. That'd be amazing. I don't know that there is that footage, but you know, that. That skateboard movie. Those everybody had cameras in the early seventies. Skateboard movie. What's the uh, Dogtown and Z Boys? Dogtown and Z. That's a documentary where uh, these are supposedly poor kids who surf and then skateboard in swimming pools. Yeah, they all have cameras in 1970, 1972, because <laughs> they live <laughs> in Venice. Cameras, and they're just they're just filming each other. Yeah. And well, Craig Stesick followed them around. He was a famous photographer. Oh, was he? Yeah. So he had cameras. Yeah. What was he? All right. It's a. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm gonna. Are you still I, holding on to your cynicism about rich kids in Venice, Jackie? Now yes, you've been in the early seventies. Yes, exactly. Please post on my Facebook wall about how that I, I'm wrong. <laughs> if you could spend some time doing that, but so I'm meeting with her, and she's talking about how this. Uh, and Wait, at first, I, I was furious. Why were you yeah. meeting with her? Oh, just to have breakfast. You knew her. Yeah. Oh, she's okay. a friend of Laura House's. Okay. So, um, so we were all just having breakfast. Okay. And, uh, I tend to I, I like a comedy lunch. I like a comedy breakfast. I like a yeah. comedy gathering of uh, of comics. Yeah, and because I don't have a lot of social skills, so I'm just like, let's eat, let's eat, and then stare at each other. I and, like that. Uh, so you're you're practicing being a human being. Yes. Even now at this age, Even now, you're like, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to get this. Almost now. I'm going to nail this. I, I've only started. It's only been what twelve years of this. <laughs> Me trying to be a person. Matter of fact, this woman, because we talked about this, there was a woman comic. She was trying to write for a woman, and she was just like. You know, I'm writing for this woman comic who's only 
been doing stand-up for two years, but she falls into this uh, private. She's doing a corporate, which I guess in 1973 was called an industrial. Mm, and right. uh, so in 73, and then... So she'd been writing for... The woman in 73 had only been new comedy since 71? Right, the character in oh. 73. Okay, okay. The, the, the character in the in the movie. So this woman's trying to write from that woman's perspective. Okay. And so she said she gets shoved into this corporate, and then somebody heckles her. Right. What would the heckles be, and what would the responses be? And I myself did not give her my best res- heckler response. Oh, of course she wouldn't. Because <laughs> I, I need them. Yes. I, <laughs> Oh my God! I was like, "No, you're gonna have to write your own." If, if you're being like, paid two hundred thousand dollars to write a screenplay, you don't put your best shit in there. Okay, M- good much to know. less giving it to somebody else for free. For yeah, free. Right. I was like, and and she had some weird like stock heckler responses from the fifties. <laughs> and you're and like, those are good. Thumbs what, up. <laughs> I gave her stock heckler responses from the eighties. Like. Uh, <laughs> I don't come to where you work. And yes, I don't come jump on the. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, I don't blah. jump on the bed when you're trying to work. You know, um, there was the one. What was the? Uh, uh, and I, I think I gave her half of a good line. Whatever. But she was like, "Well, what, what do you think um, the hecklers would say in the '70s?" And I came up with actually a pretty good premise because in the '80s, someone once said this to me when I had only been doing it for a couple of years. Some guy mm-hmm. said, "You know, if you had a husband, you wouldn't have to." Do do whatever this is, yeah. or whatever. And I was like, I bet you in '73, if you were a woman comic, that's you got that oh much more God. than I did in 1985. Could they even have credit cards in '73? When did women? '74. Women... '74 was when the was when women got to get their own Whoa. credit cards. Yeah, yeah. So how do you fucking rent a car without a, your own card? Unless you, you're married, unless you, you're Mrs. Somebody, right? Your brother or your dad or your Mrs. and your your husband. That's fucking Saudi Arabia, a Jesus little, Christ! Right. It was brutal. It was it was pretty grim. I mean, the more I study, like sort of the history of feminism, the, the, and that's yeah. like that's the world life, Hillary Clinton grew up, became right. an adult in. Is that fucking world right? It was something like. Was it Harvard or Yale that got desegregated? Harvard. It was Harvard in '77. Yeah. yeah, Harvard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just let started letting women in. God. Yeah, it's it's brutal. It's uh, it's 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 grim. So, and then the other thing we were talking. I told her the Roseanne story about how Roseanne blocked me, and it was my fault. Yeah. And uh, and then you're she, missing some sweet tweets, man. Is she is she on fire? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that'll happen. Yeah. And, uh, oh my God! And today the the FBI findings were released this morning. Oh, she's gonna go bananas. Well, oh, about, I'll, you about, know, about I'll screen, the emails I'll something? take a screenshot of the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please do. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, because she genuinely hates Hillary, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, she is on fire. She with, loves with Trump. Loathing. She thinks Hillary's going to sell out Israel. and She's going to sell out Israel. I I don't, I think Israel, uh, Israel could protect itself. I think we've armed Israel to the teeth that if we were to... <laughs> Israel would take us over. You're out on your own talking about Israel right uh, now. Uh, what about I'm China? I'm in on this one. What about China? It's. Uh, I think China's just laughing at us, going, "Yeah, that's what happens every 200 years. You got to regroup in uh, in in government wise. You know how China has yeah. been around for thousands of years. Yep. Anyway, uh, you keep bringing this back to political. But I was going to tell you that. <laughs> so this woman was talking to me about Roseanne. Yeah. And how and she made fun of Roseanne because uh, I was saying that. The, the couple of times I had met Roseanne, yeah, the, and I met her with Tom Arnold, and mm. Tom Arnold had been was so mean to her, it, on like she never wanted to go up. Really? He would go up and make fun of her, like just do guest sets at, at the comedy gallery in in in, oh, yeah. in Minneapolis. He's a Minneapolis guy, right? She's from Iowa, and I don't know where the hell he's from. I don't care. And, no, he's uh, from Iowa. 
He's from Iowa. She's she's out of Denver. Originally from Utah, and I think started stand up in Denver. Well, she they they were always hanging out in like eighty eight, yeah, eighty seven in Minneapolis. Okay. And I went to Minneapolis for a summer, and I and I got to meet him a couple of times, and and then I think in the early nineties when she got the show. Um, they came together. She had just gotten a litany of plastic surgery. And so he was like, come on stage. You don't look that ugly. And, uh, and oh. was just like brutal with her. And then he said, I got some chocolate in my pocket. And, uh, it's just a fucking tool bag. Of just like the worst fucking dude in the world. Isn't and it weird how like the strongest women get the shittiest guys? That's what, that's what we were Fuck. talking about. It's because, and I think it's because. When And I used to do this. I had made a conscious choice when I started doing online dating Mm -hmm. that I was going to let a dude be nice to me because I had hung out with all these ball-busting comics for 20 years, right? right? right. And that's what men were to me. Yes. And I was like, and that's what attractive men were to me. They were hilarious. They were ball-busting. They were mean. I gave as good as I got. And I do love those guys. Yeah. But I don't want to marry your be girlfriends with those I don't guys. Wake up with that guy. Yeah, I don't want to wake up with that guy. And so, right. uh, but I never, I realized that I never got a boyfriend because I didn't want to have to protect him from those fuckwits, oh. and I didn't want to have to protect him from my my aggressive family. Right. And then, so I made a decision. I was like, I'm going to let a dude be nice to me, and then I am just going to let him sink or swim, and not protect him because he's an adult human being. Yeah. And so the if I I might have told you this already. The first time I brought Andy to meet two, my two easiest siblings to meet yeah uh in minneapolis they have the best social skills my brother phil my sister darla and uh i forgot that that's my home club yeah so we're at acme hanging around and with andy and i'm like oh every every fuck shop that is ever you know and so mortal is sitting there with lewis and a couple other comics at dave mortal and the first thing dave mortal says to andy ashcraft is How's Jackie in the sack? Oh, yeah. I did tell you this. And Andy, bless his heart, grabs a chair, straddles it, and goes, you want to know? Let's talk about it. Oh, my God. All the guys start blushing. They all he, they all because they down. actually don't want to know they how you are in the to, sack. No, they don't. They want to know how I am on stage. They don't want to know how I am <laughs> in the sack. And so, and it totally shut them down. And I was like, Oh, this oh is going to be fine. That's this amazing. is Andy's uh, grown up man. It's going to be. It's going to be fine. And then, yeah. And then he is more than once shut down one of my siblings, like my oldest brother Terry mm-hmm. and my brother Russ when they get into their political thing. Andy will have no problem going. That actually isn't true. I'm gonna, and that in my family we constantly say things like, "What's your source on that?" <laughs> oh no! Oh my God! The worst. And uh, yeah. Anyway, so um, but I think that Roseanne. I wish Roseanne would choose to let a dude be nice to her because I think it's a common women comic problem. Yeah. I don't know if that's a, a that's regular probably comic true. Problem. You're just, and it's it is fun to have that sort of dark you know, horrible relationship with your male comic <laughs> friends where yes. you're just saying the worst things possible yes. and it's no biggie. Mm-hmm. And then, but I, I can tell you have been, having been with a couple guys where you feel like, Oh, I, you know, I'm with a less funny version, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a, I'm with a um, civilian funny versus funny, funny, you oh. know, when you're hanging out with a guy, Oh, if you're, just if normal guys who aren't comics. Yes. But yeah. they're funny ish for, a not com- for a non-comic, right? You know, and, and it th- it feels like a letdown. Like I'd I'd rather hang out with the brightest rooms, by, brightest minds, right? You know? but, but the thing but is, not is, have se- I don't know. I need a bright mind that's not in a comic body, right? Well, you need someone who's good at their own job enough, 
right. that they're at a parallel level of your career. Mm-hmm. And I don't, uh, not you specifically, but everyone. I th- and in my opinion, yeah, is that you because um, he's Andy is good at what he does. Yeah, it has nothing to do with stand up comedy. And whenever right. he wants to give me a suggestion about stand up about my act, right. I'm always like. Well, that is an interesting suggestion. Anyway, I mean, I don't, do you do you ever feel? Well, you went, do I ever you, feel you like married, he's not funny say, enough? Or yes, yeah, uh, no, because I knew going in that he wasn't a comic, mm-hmm. so I didn't talk to him. And here's what he has done for me comedically: mm-hmm. is that he because he is very much he's like it's dad comedy. It's like it's normal dude comedy. It's normal right. guy comedy where he's very funny, but it's it it could be it could be puns. Mm-hmm. It's silly. And he has made me appreciate silly more than I ever have. I used to be such a like intellectual, turn the knob tighter and tighter to make yeah. the weirdest, most like Dennis. I loved Dennis Miller in the nineties yeah. for a heartbeat, and then I was like, oh, he's working too hard. And uh, so, but, um, <laughs> but it was that. And then, but uh, and he does work hard, by the way, Dennis. He, very I, I mean, hard just just uh, the, the reference upon reference upon reference. That's an enormous it's, amount of work. Oh fuck! Yeah, David Feldman scribbling like uh, like a monkey <laughs> with his typewriter, finding new references for him, and and the memorization and it's great. Yeah, it's. Uh, I but have, Andy's Andy's not like that. He isn't like that. His yeah. his jokes. Um, and the and he's one of those. You know, when you meet normal people who are kind of quiet. Yeah. And then when they say something, it's fucking dark and hilarious. He does that too. Yeah. So he's got that going. The th- I I didn't go in. I went in knowing he wasn't a comic and knowing that I wasn't because I knew that all the comics that I had ever had crushes on were disasters. Right, but but they have to they have to have the sensibility of a comic. Oh, he loves my comedy. Yeah, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, uh, and he's super I don't know. supportive. I've, I don't know. I've always gotten. I've always grown very quickly very irritated with uh <laughs> c plus jokes coming from a boyfriend when oh, no I'm andy never with, does that i'm hanging out with a minus minds yeah to a no, plus minds right, you know the, what i mean i totally i mean you're, what you're walking around with like conan o'brien so it's, i mean it's, it's hard it's, to it's, it's hard to be around the the, the fucking brains i'm around yeah. five days a week yeah and then hang out with somebody who is right he just regular he doesn't make Funny, you right. know. He doesn't. There's yeah, no joke. It's real, jokes. I'm being ruined. But well, no, <laughs> I'm no. being ruined on if, and every. On if every you go level. on a date with a guy and he starts telling you joke jokes, or, yeah, or yeah. just trying Jack to plays. just trying to just be funny, I just feel like no, nah, like no, try I try to be funny. Yeah. yeah, Andy doesn't try to be funny. He tries to be. He's smart and interesting, and he is funny as a person. But what I would recommend for the world <laughs> is to find someone who interests you and attracts you and you're attracted to. And then the rest of it'll work out. That's never going to happen. Okay. All right. No, I got in a fight with my mom, you know, yes. just because it's too much because she was supposed to be j- going to my sister's house, you know, like every couple of weeks oh. flying up to Portland to hang out with my sister. Yeah. It was supposed to be, I'm, you know, the base is in Burbank, but mm-hmm. then she's going to, make some right. visits and she hasn't done one yet right the first one because of the chronic diarrhea charming <laughs> and now that's okay okay but you know her hip is it's all it's you know she's physically doesn't and she's fucking elderly and it's not right. it's not it's easy to hop on a plane yes. she can't figure out go to 7d and you know what i mean like right it's okay. <laughs> right so uh it's just she's constantly it's nonstop. 
those giant green eyes staring at me. I'm blinking, and uh, I'm getting insane. I'm glad and her bl- eyes haven't faded in her age. <laughs> no, they haven't. They've gotten greener and bigger because her skin is starting to peel back, and you know, as it as it will when you're older. Yes. Um, and uh, so we had a fight, and I'm I'm like I'm never gonna have a boyfriend as long as you're here, and and uh, and um, yeah. She's, again, now, she insisted that she would stay in her room if I had a guy over. And I'm like, no, that's, that's not, not how that guys old. work. And that's not how I work. And I know. And right. yeah. So she, I don't know what to do. And you know what? You're not going to invite a guy over with your son there either. Uh, no, not anymore. Right. <laughs> he's too, he's too, right, when, he's too old. Yeah. Like when he was a baby, you're like, I'm going to go screw this guy. I'll be right back. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, I theoretically, I would have, I didn't, but I was open to it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she said open to I, it. I, <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I had to practice drills where my son slept through. <laughs> There was no guys there, actually, sadly. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. So, But, you know, you can't have every part of your life working on full throttle all the time. That's what I tell myself. I'm like, look, I have a good career. I have comedy's good. My son's doing okay. That's okay. That's Maybe that's what I get. You know, I'm in good health. Maybe that's what I get. That's fine. You know, I'll I'll get laid when I'm 60. Ugh. Well, you know, I was just reading. Um, Maria had some book about uh, uh, eroticism in the senior years. Really? Yeah. I was playing a board game over the weekend. We had uh, we had uh, guests, and uh, and then I got a new board game for my friend. I got the most. It's the greatest for comics. It's so great, and for. Uh, Introverts, uh, yeah. people who aren't great at parties. It's called Bring Your Own Book is the name of the, the game. I got it at Westside Kids when I was in New York from yeah. my friend Jenny Bergman. And it is like apples to apples to some extent where uh, – do you know apples to apples? Whatever. It's uh, There's one card and there's a, a – I might be zoning out right now. Okay. <laughs> there's a descriptive word mm-hmm. and um, everyone has a book. Everyone has picked up a book that is in the house that you are in. Okay. And then you have to find something. Like the suggestion might be – uh, what a tattoo would say. Okay. And then uh, everybody has different books, and then you find, and then whoever is who picked the, that card gets to pick what's the funniest or the funnest or the most interesting or the most accurate. That sounds fun. It is really fun, and I've, and it's super quiet. I'd like to play like it. it. I'm reading this book called Patty's Lament. <laughs> it <Right>? is. <laughs> Unbelievably depressing and gruesome. It's uh, it, this guy. It is so amazing. It's between y- describing you? the yes. famine and first, you know, he describes how the blight came almost overnight over every fucking potato in Ireland, <laughs> and this, that's all the peasants were eating. The Irish, the Irish mm-hmm, Catholics, mm-hmm. they the tenants. Okay, right. The tenants on the, the, the land owned yeah. by uh, Protestants, mm-hmm. and then he, it, it just they ha- he has a ton of eyewitness accounts that he you know, and right. it's fascinating to me. Yeah. I just imagine, you know, you're you're part Irish, right? Yeah, yeah. My, oh, are, your, are your fam- you guys are famine immigrants? Eighteen uh, mid eighteen hundreds? No, no. Uh, my grandparents uh, came in the, like the twenties. 
oh, during the Civil War, even yeah. more interesting yeah. or at different interesting. Right, but we never talked to them, so I don't know anything about it, so I'd love to know about it. So when you read that the book, f- come on the Dork Forest yes. and talk to me about the history of Ireland and the famine. But what, I have to talk to you more than already this? Yeah, yeah. out of your time. mind. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I have enough conversations with you. My God. I don't have extra We're laying around. I don't We're... have gold I'm sitting on. I bring everything I can. Dork to this... Forest, I don't talk back. You'll love that. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. So, but but uh, the starvation, just the effects of starvation mm-hmm. and how the British were like, oh, these Irish are so lazy. It's like, they're fucking dying. Right, they're starving to they're death. Hot. Families are huddled together too weak to lift their heads and just dying in their, their little thatched cabins together. Horrific and Cheerful. I can't Cheerful. stop reading it. It's can't stop so reading. interesting. Between you and Bamford and the genocide documentaries, I'm gonna. I'm just like, is well, there a reason? Is there any mystery? I read romance novels. I walked. That is a romance novel to me. It's death. Death is. Uh, so I walked down the little road from the house that my great great grandmother right. left with her family right. during the famine. Like I, I, I just can't imagine. Like had walked it now, so I can yeah. imagine them. Getting walking. out, how yeah. how they walked? Did they were were the, how starving were they were when they left? You know, how did they afford to come here? I don't know. Sometimes the um, the British tenants or the British landlords would pay the fare to go to Australia or America just to get out because they're trying to get rid of them. Ah, honestly. Britain at the time was like they wanted the Irish to die. They thought there were too many of them. They thought that they were papists, and they were like, "Good, I, I hope right. they're dying." Right? You know, it, it's uh, it's an it's unprosecuted Holocaust. It's an unprosecuted genocide for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I read. I get this uh, this newsletter called IrishCentral.com. <laughs> But they, but they respect. Nerd. You know, you know how. You don't mind if I check out. Go epi- for it. <laughs> <laughs> There's this. I think it's called epigenetic, but it, it's something where trauma is passed down in your DNA. Okay. And it, do you watch Transparent? Nope. Okay, it's really good. It's yep. uh, Jill Solway's thing on Amazon. Amazon so Prime. she was in exploring that this year, uh, this season about how the Holocaust. You know, they're they're her that fictional families from Holocaust survivors. Okay. And how that may have been passed down on the DNA, and. Oh. Now, so they, they've like found that that's true with okay. Holocaust survivors, that that's who they've been able to test. Right. Okay. But they now this guy is speculating that famine, famine survivors, that it, it stayed in the family DNA for 150 years. The famine? Yes. So what for, does famine DNA do? It, the starvation, the trauma yeah. of losing uh, all of your family, part of your family. Oh, of, it's like a psychological DNA. It's everything. Thing? Yes, yes. The psychological, physical trauma. I mean, stays the, the emotional trauma stays. Yes, yes, yes. That's why many uh, children and grandchildren of Holocaust survivors might be more anxious. You know? Oh, interesting. That kind of a thing stays with you for a couple generations. Right. And. So, like, I would be the first generation of the Irish side right. to not have famine in me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, my dad would be the last one born with it because it's okay. within 150 years. Right, right. You, you're you're not part of the Irish side, but you must Armenian have genocide. the Armenian genocide still yeah. in your body and I'm in your bones. Generation. Well, there's there's definitely a, a uh, I'm a runner for sure. I mean, if there's trouble, I tend to and I, I'd rather be called. What did my dad say? I'd rather be called a coward than an idiot. Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, if there's trouble, run. And uh, if you can't run, distract, then run. Yeah. And so that was my upbringing. So. Um, so, yeah. So maybe that's it. 
Because your grandparents were... My, both of my grandparents were in the... They fled Armenian the genocide. genocide. Yeah, yeah. My grandmother was marched across Syria and... Uh, Fuck. Yeah, she, she only had funny stories, by the way. When I told her I did stand... <laughs> oh, my God. She what? was... I know. When I was 15, I was like, whatever, because I was doing a, a, a family tree thing for yeah. school. And I was like, how come you never talk about these people? And she's like... And she burst into tears. I'd never seen her cry before. And yeah. she burst and she said, they're all dead, Jackie. They're all. I never talk about them because they're sad. They all died on the on the march, and she said. So she saw all these people die. Just all of her siblings died, Fuck. except for she had two siblings who lived, and uh, my great uncle Sebu and uh, my uh, great aunt uh, Haiganush, Helen. Wow. And, uh, so, uh, but Sebu went back to the Soviet Union, and he grew up in the Soviet Union, and that's I have cousins in uh, Yerevan, wow. and then um, my aunt Helen went to Evanston. You guys, anyway, it's, it's, it's Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Evanston, Illinois, as attractive as the Soviet Union. <laughs> At the time, very much so. I think it's been gentrified with the um, nature itself. But yeah, like wow. her, she she only told hilarious stories about the genocide. And I put them in my solo show uh, when I did a solo show like a dozen years ago. But the uh, um, and I've never been able to work them into my standup. A bunch of that stuff I worked into my standup. But she had the greatest story about being marched across Syria and the. And the villagers would come out. They'd pass a village. The yeah. villagers would come out, you know, like a parade. You want to come out and see what's what's going the Sy- on outside the Syrian of villagers. The Syrian villagers. And you, you guys are the Armenians being, are being marched by the Turks. Right. There's like one Turkish uh, sergeant per hundred. I mean, if they would have piled on that guy, they might have been able to be. But they're not armed, and he's armed, and he's armed. Yeah. So they didn't. So uh, you know, but everyone's the... a big talker about right? what they would do. Right. And then you know what? If you look back in history. Nobody's Some ever people done do it. fight back, but very few do. So maybe you you aren't going to be exceptional and fight back no, either. No, maybe no. you're going to be like, hey, I have a kid. This guy <laughs> says, I'm going to live if I march to here. You know, okay, right. so he's going to lie and kill you. You don't know that. You're like, fingers crossed. That's it. And you can't imagine this. Oh, okay. Whatever. That's it. Well, and that, so the villagers would go up to the women in line yeah. and ask them their names. Yeah. And if you told them your name, they would go to the Turkish sergeant and buy you. And then you had to go with that guy into the Syrian village. And so my grandmother would tell the story, and she said whenever the guys would ask, it was I was I had to be fifteen or sixteen. She told me the story. She said uh, when I had to uh, um, when they would ask me, I would throw rocks at them. She was explaining why I was so bad at dating. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! She was like, I would just throw rocks at them. I wouldn't tell them my name. Do you have recordings of her? Yeah, there's one recording. It's all in Armenian, but it's uh, it's uh, oh, yeah. yeah, it's great. That's, That's pretty, amazing. Yeah, and then the other one was she used to say she said when the Turks came when that when the army came and rousted them out of their town, which uh, I think she was from Chomaklu and my grandfather was from Tomartsa, and uh, so they the the troops came they rousted them out. She said there was still bread in the oven, and she goes I still think about that bread. I bet you it burned. <laughs> and, uh, and then she said they had a donkey. She said the general and the Turkish general in charge of their their people, uh, their their village yeah. was actually she said he was one of the good ones. And she said he let them bring their donkey, and her grandmother was supposed to ride that donkey. And she's to- she told me the story two different ways, and-, and the second way was when I was an adult. And this is the true thing that happened. Uh, that donkey got stolen by the village priest yeah. so that he could ride it. And my grandmother was 16 at the time, and she took a two-by-four and beat him off of the donkey. No! Yeah, so that her grandmother could ride it. 
And that then, is sweet. Wasn't that adorable? That yes. is awesome. And I like <laughs> no how you can, you, can, yeah. you can just drop these Armenian names like it's no big deal, but you can't pronounce the last names of half the comics <laughs> that melt down. Well, let me just tell you something about Ahmed uh, Barucha. <laughs> did, I got, did I nail it? No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> you had the first name wrong that time. Uh, which, Ahmed. Yeah. It's Ahmed, Ahmed Barucha. I did say Ahmed. Oh, well, I wrote it down. <laughs> Ahmed's so nice. We played laser tag at Moon she's Tower. Ahmed, she's trying so hard. Please give trying her a pass. She's so hard, you guys. She's, a, she's a Holocaust survivor. Please, Ahmed, give her a break. <laughs> Ahmed's not. Ahmed, I still have it in my DNA, Ahmed. Know in your heart. <laughs> you do, though. Yeah. But isn't that interesting? I mean, that is fascinating. Anyone, it, you know, like, let's say, all right, so slavery ends in 1860, right? No. Uh, 1863 was emancipation. 1863. Was emancipation proclamation. So that's so. one form for African Americans. That's yeah. one form that's stuck, that's saying. Uh, Two generations later. At least three. At least three. Right. But then you've got the pile on of, okay, slavery's System, done, but systemic. everything else is still yeah. the same. Everything's the same. It And it stays in your, it stays in your DNA. I mean, I think it's important if that's true. Yeah. And it seems like it is. And, and a helpful right? key to understanding yourself yeah. is is what's still lingering in your DNA. And I wonder if also if if trauma's not as as um epic as that, but trauma's like a rape or something like that that happened to right. it, it just a parent. To a speci- oh, a parent? If that stays in you. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Because you're raised. Yes, you're raised by someone who had a horrible whatever. thing. Yeah. Yes. And I went, and I wonder how long. I mean, it'll it'll stay with how they how they personally treat you. But is it if it is it in their DNA that that happened to them? And do they pass that on to you? Huh? And well, is that why we're comedians? Well, and that is, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, my poli sci degree is not up to this. That's all. <laughs> that's all I know about that. You want to do comic of the week? Yes. It's uh, uh we picked Jenny Yashere. Which you think it might be pronounced? No, I think you're right. I, I think I, I chronically it. pronounce it Gina and Yashiri. Yashiri, and I can't it's, stop. Well, it's Gina Yashiri, uh, but I will. The, not. She I was s- on the Dork Forest talking. She was an ele- she fixed elevators for a living uh, in London when she first started doing stand up. What? Yeah, fixed elevators. How crazy is Gina Yashiri? Yeah, she's very funny. And she's super British. funny British yeah. uh, comic. Uh, Open for Cat Williams. Cat Williams. Cat Williams for and Cat Kai is. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, she said he was slightly mad, but at Stevens, uh, I, I almost said Cat Stevens. <laughs> right, you did. <laughs> well, you know, you gotta. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Gene is like seventy-five years old because right. he's hasn't been Cat Stevens since nineteen forty-one or something. I think his name is Ahmed Baruchka. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the uh, yeah, no, she's a great comic and she works her works her ass off. So, is uh, she based out of New York now? I think she is. She I was here for a while. Here. Yeah, she was here for a while, and that's when I met her. And yeah. I saw her shows and stuff. And then uh, I think she goes back to London. Yeah, you know, it's like those those comics from from Canada who have to go back to Canada and make a living. So yeah, they can yeah, come yeah. Back here. Oh, you're right, right. And uh, so she might have to go back to. That's a good problem to, to have. I, yeah. I mean, it's expensive to go back to London, but right. It's, it, it's it's kind of cool to be like I. I've got to return I, to I gotta Europe. Go, i got to go back to Europe real quick. <laughs> I'll be back soon. And make 10 grand. I'll be right back. It's, uh, so, yeah. that. Uh, um, what do you got this week? Where, where are you going? Um, I don't even know. I think I'm, I'm, I'm just locally uh, yeah, in Los here, Angeles. Yeah, and, I'm doing some stuff here. And you're here until uh, New York, right? Uh, I, we, this is, and, and this is uh, unfortunate. It's not fair to you. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to Comic-Con. Oh, that's right. <laughs> 
No, no. Here's the thing about um, San Diego um, Comic-Con. The two of us. You can go to Comic-Con. You can have Comic-Con. It, it's huge. It's, it's too big. Yeah, it is really big. Yeah, it's too big. And I don't, I just want to, I just went to that Indiana PopCon thing. Yeah. And it was super fun because it was 7,000 people and you got to see nerds uh, just uh, separate, like Basmati rice. Yeah. You got to see them separate. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm, you could talk I'm knee to deep them. in sticky rice. <laughs> you are knee deep in in uh, the biryani stuff from the Persians, where it's cooked to the bottom of the. Anyway, rice analogies uh, for a thousand. You guys. <laughs> I can tell you're Armenian. You're more Armenian than uh, than Irish when you're doing rice analogies. Right, I, it's true. My potato talk is pretty brutal. <laughs> it's lame. So you're going to Comic Con, but yeah, I think not this Conan week, but next week is doing. We're doing shows at Comic Con, so That's we're neat. we're driving. We're going out on the Saturday before, and the Comic Con shows are Wednesday through Saturday. And, and you are staying in San Diego. San, it, yeah, we're staying in San Diego. So and I was asking, Conan got uh, uh, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's here's the thing. I'm childless in San Diego. I've got a hotel room. Should I be hooking up every night with a different San Diego nerd? You could become the sexual predator at, that I've always at the wanted bar to that be. That you've always wanted to be. You will find a nice young man. How do I do that? Do... How do I do that? Uh, I ah. Uh, uh... I reckon, well, you because have you, to either you get, be you a sexual figure, predator, which you are not, I'm not, or you have to get super drunk and just go, what do you think? And, uh, which is what I did, which wasn't, uh, it worked, uh, but I could only do it like once a year because you take your life into your own hands because you really you're do. also I mean, drunk. I figure they're nerds, so the odds of them having STD are a lot lower, right? Uh, please use a condom. <laughs> I will. <laughs> you should, does your nephew have any left over from his childhood <laughs> masturbation? <laughs> I think he might. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. So, yeah, you should definitely... You will meet nice guys, and then the thing is, is you might meet a dude in in the costume that you've always wanted to make out with. Have you always wanted to make out with a pirate? Uh, I, I, you know what, I want to make out in a very accurate Channing Tatum costume. <laughs> How about Captain America? You'll be able to find a Deadpool if you're looking for someone who's a little kinky. Sure, and. Uh, you know, you know what though? It's weird. I, from what I remember last year, we didn't have there weren't as many people dressed up. It it seems like it's become the casual it, observer is also coming. It's not it's not crazy people in well, in it's costumes it's, it's all the time. got taken over big time by the movie industry and yeah. the TV industry. So right. it's not as many just regular kind of nerds and yeah. dorks. But uh, but there, you know, I think you'll have a good time just mm-hmm. because you will have a hotel room to retreat to. Yes. And uh, and you enjoy an adult beverage, so that might help. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I say... Trying to get spots, of course. There's a lot of comics down there, too. Are there? Like, if you call up the uh, Madhouse, they're like, yeah, we have 80... Com- yeah, there's, like, a lot of comics hanging out at Comic-Con that want stage time places. Oh, really? And yeah. so... But I there's, think that there's stand-up comedy at Comic-Con, too. There's oh, a couple there? of, like, in ballrooms and stuff. Oh, cool. I, I, I'll find out. I'll see if I can do that. You know what? Thank I, you. I put together this list. I sent. Did I send it to you? The list of, of New York shows? Yes, 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 on? yes. Because I've been, I've been emailing it to different New York comics in an effort to get the right. And I just emailed it. You know, this nobody's morning. organized like that. Well, I just got the most flattering email back from, you know, young Rob Hayes. Do you know Rob Hayes at I think all? So. He's a, I met him at that um, weird Nebraska Johnny Carson festival right. contest thing. Mm-hmm. He's a he, really funny young black comic, yeah. uh, a New York guy, but I think Atlanta comic originally. Yeah. H A Z E. And um, 
he he emailed me back and he said, "This is the most comprehensive list of alternative <laughs> comedy rooms in New York. Uh, I don't, I can't really help you. Uh, this is helping me." And, uh, and I was like, "You do you have email addresses for some of these people?" And he goes, "Yes, yes, I can totally help you with that." And uh, so, oh, that's cool. But it's it's the list is coming together. I just and I've only initiated contact with a couple of places so far. But I liked because uh, Kara Clank last last week said, "Make sure you know what night of the week." The alt alt comedy the room is hap- the show is yeah. happening so that you can specifically say I need August fourth or yeah. whatever. Um, I also because I'm bringing my next trip to New York. I'm bringing my son with me. Oh, fun! And um, I I I filled out a form to 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 do a White House tour if we can because we're we'll be you know two and a half hours from Washington D.C. Oh, you, if that's oh you'll possible. go down to D.C. for a day. Yeah, oh, a day trip is if, if day we trip? can. Yeah, I think so. You could. You okay. know, oh, that's awesome. Maybe it's a two day trip, mm-hmm. you know, but um, I, 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 then, I guess I should have back. done it like three months ago instead of oh, I, sh- I should have done it three months in advance and I'm doing it like uh, uh, six weeks in advance, right? So the odds are kind of low, but, but it, might, it might happen, yeah. I got a White House tour one time because I did the Tignataro Benson Ball thing, oh, yeah. I got a, a, a White does she House still tour. have that? I think she does. She uh, every every year I try to ping somebody and nobody cares. And uh, <laughs> feel free if you're listening. Uh, I'm available. And uh, but the uh, you got to stop trying to get booked on this by show? throwing it out on the podcast. <laughs> you can't. You can't you are name dreaming. bookers you by name dreaming. and go. Hey, I'm available. Uh, yeah, that uh, that's the only reason I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> One part of what, the only reason I'm doing it is we have there's like 28 female comics that listen and. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're I all know. excited. They're all one of them, or I maybe all of stickers. them are the next uh, uh, Jesse Klein or Amy Schumer. And, and you want to open for them? Yes. Or yeah. if you're going to do a, if you got a sketch on the boards like with two lesbian grandmas, <laughs> and you're trying to figure out if you can cast it or not, you can think of old Jackie and Lori, your old pals the here old in the Jackie and Lori show the, in the Nerdist podcast room. <laughs> yep. It's a, oh, we never told anyone what our names were. Uh, people probably what? know now. In the beginning, you just said, oh. oh this is Lori Kilmartin. I'm Jackie Cash. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think our theme song says our names like 600 over times. Over and over and over, over again. Yeah, yeah, I know it. It's uh, We have stickers. We have stickers, and I accidentally ordered tiny LSD tab stickers of these are cute. The images. Yeah, Those ones these worked are, out. These aren't bad. Those aren't bad. So. I, um, yesterday. Uh, Paige Branson designed. That, oh and, yeah, and I, I sent the T-shirt to to the producer, yeah, uh, here at uh, Katie at Nerdist, Katie Levine, mm-hmm. and I have not heard back whether that T-shirt will happen. So okay. she said that it w- it would, but I'm sure her What's plate the, is full. Yeah, it's Fourth of July weekend, man. Well, I didn't send it to her yesterday. I mean, it's a lot going I was on. like, hey, what's going on, you guys? And besides the oh. the two the shirts that you and I will buy only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, the the um. I don't. I lost okay, it. so I was on the train. Like I took the train to JFK. <laughs> oh, okay, you know, and yeah. um, the first, the first couple, the first leg were between uh, 125th and 59th Street. Okay, so these two, two girls get on. Two young women get on. You know, they plug hmm. everything in. They start playing a song. <laughs> they sing. They're great. Like, oh, good. Give them a dollar. They're from Chicago. They're plugging a gig. I'm like. 
I'm like, oh, this isn't annoying to me. You know, I always think I'd be annoying if I'm like, uh, hey, I'm, you know, it, oh, when you're se- when you're doing selling any kind of merch, right? Oh, right. But when me as an audience member, uh, you know, in the, I mean, I'm an audience member in the subway, yep, in the in a car, and someone's singing, and you know, if they if she were to bring out a CD she was selling, I wouldn't be mad. I'd be like, I get it, you're hustling, good yeah, for you, and you're talented. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, I t- I I gave the ladies a dollar. <laughs> and then so they get off and then a couple stops later um two male dancers get on okay and the first one was so bad it was unbelievable he was he was just not good stomping and okay. it wasn't artful or anything and i wished that he was at a nightclub and he had asked marcella arguello to dance <laughs> and then started doing this in front of her <laughs> why because she would eviscerated him murder him <laughs> It would, and then the next guy was really good, and his okay. uh, uh, shoulders were dislocated, um, and oh, so weird. he could like do all this weird shit. Uh, I didn't give him any money because I was out of my singles. And I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't going to give them a five. Give a, yeah. a, a two-person dance team, half of which was awful, yeah. a fiver. Yeah, that seems. When the ladies who are both talented got a one, exactly. And so, so what it is is you're not irritated unless whatever somebody's doing isn't good. Yeah, so you're like right. a normal audience member. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, seems, yeah. That seems fair enough. That's okay. I I remembered what I was going to say. Well, two things right now. You saw Hamilton's house. Which yes, is on it's right near uh, my apartment. It's on one forty first and Saint Nick. I will take uh, the train up there. And I've already stare been at that. to. I, I took my kid to it a long time ago. Oh, it's amazing. You can tour it. Yeah. Inside? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was closed because it was the Fourth of July. But right. normally their shutters are open and oh. it is open for business. Oh, I am on gift gift shop. We're going to okay. do a podcast from my apartment. That's right. I'm so excited. That's going to be fun in August. And then. Uh, so I got the late night set that I'm working on. I yeah. sent them the late the set. Hey, should we? You want to save We're this? We're almost done. Well, I got I got enough for the next one. You do? Yeah. Okay, I got nothing for the next one. Oh, I'm well, just gonna then. comment on your your rage. Okay. okay, tell me about your late night set. Uh, late night set set. Well, you know what? That set's great. Uh, can you send me a political set because of the because of the political uh, climate? Or do you have a political set? I have maybe. Every single political commentary, I don't. I every political commentary I have is it, it would be six minutes, would be five and a half minutes, and it's so dark, not a chance. Not on CBS. Not on not a chance. On yeah, C- on not C- on a network. Not on a network. There's there's the Scott Walker joke, which now uh, has a, a Chekhov reference. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, the Paul Ryan date rape me in college joke. The uh, the um. The mosque in South Milwaukee, Joe, yeah. which has the best chance. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't have a button. Yeah. And then uh, my dad and his being an ent. That's not That's not a political set. Those are weird jokes, one-offs, that I could bury in the middle of my act. I, you know, it's weird. Like, I wonder if uh, it, it's almost, if you could put it together. Yeah. It's a great advertisement for your brain and how you work but you're not burning any material oh and uh, not at all because it's super tough i mean it's yeah yeah i don't know but then but then if you you know you want to show it to somebody two years from now it's like having a set of sarah palin jokes you know hilariously you don't want right hilariously i've tried that set three times yeah it just makes everyone sad it doesn't make any i mean they (laughs) laugh but they're like like uh, some guy came up to me at Flappers and, and two guys, one guy came up and he said, 
yeah, it's weird. The country's really weird right now. And I said, we're an empire in decline. Don't worry about it. And he was like, he just got sad and turned around. And then the other guy said, he was from Wisconsin. And he goes, you don't like Scott Walker? And I said, I have a public education. Why would I like Scott Walker? And uh, he was like, well, you, and then he said. Because he, he's uh, anti-union and he's. Anti-teachers union. Yeah. And he he froze he froze the, um, the cost of the University of Wisconsin recently, which is great. Uh, but for 11 years. The tuition? The tuition. Okay. But he's. He's, he's done nothing, and he just cuts funding. That's what he does. And so the uh, the guy goes, yeah, but you got your good education, making him a caricature of a Los Angeles asshat. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I got mine, so I'm supposed to not worry about the next ge- I, Yeah. I, I want to talk to people who are smart at least 15 years from now. Yeah, is that I, something? I kind of worry about my audience now. It, it still is you worrying <laughs> exactly. about yourself. It's I want my crowd the- <laughs> to know what the fuck's going on. Exactly. I think that's an hour. All right. <laughs> See <out>. you later. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. 